Want to patent your invention? The chance is near. You've given it heart. Now get it in gear. It's Passage to Profit with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. This is Richard Gearhart. And Elizabeth Gearhart. Welcome to Passage to Profit on WOR 710, the voice of New York. At Passage to Profit, we're all about entrepreneurs starting new businesses and looking into the future and examining what role intellectual property plays in their inventions. Tonight, we have as our guest Dana Chanel. Dana is the founder of Sprinkle of Jesus. She is a Christian entrepreneur who has over 450,000 followers on Instagram. Dana has helped grow her family's businesses through her social media reach. We also have Kenya Gibson, our iHeart Media Maven, joining us for the discussion tonight. So welcome, Dana. Thanks Hello. for joining us. Thank you for having me. So exciting. So tell us a little bit about Sprinkle of Jesus. Oh my gosh, there's so much to say. So I just kidding. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, so Was that too big a question? <laughs> it really is. With 8 million downloads in almost every single country, it's a huge question to ask. But I truly believe that Sprinkle of Jesus has innovated over the past four years. It was once just a blog for me to talk about Christianity because I was like so lost, confused, like this broken little broke college student who didn't know the world was eating her alive. So I had questions. Oh my gosh, that sounds awful. How, it, how is it eating you? Oh my, what do you mean? <laughs> when you get slapped in the face with the real world and um, you, you know, you don't feel as though you were truly prepared to fend for yourself. Yeah, right. the, or, the world was literally eating me alive. And I, I, I had questions. And you know, with us millennials, we're not afraid to ask them, but I wasn't going to go in front of a church and say, excuse me, pastor, like I have a question, right? <laughs> so <laughs> might ask the wrong question. So, um, so I went ahead and started a blog, right? I remember my dad's like, okay, you know what? Um, get a WordPress website. That's how far back it was like, get a WordPress, WordPress. website. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then a little bit later down the line, um, there came a time on social media where of course I'm this high profile Christian personality on social media. And at one point in time, something happened. I, th- I think I went to um, a birthday party, right? Mm-hmm. And it was what we call ratchet, like super ratchet. <laughs> it was a ratchet birthday party. Ratchet but, birthday yeah, party. Yeah, ratchet. Um, so I was wearing like this low cut dress or something like that. I think I was like 21 years old. Um, and my image was flagged and deleted off Instagram the next morning when I woke up. And I was like, oh my gosh. It literally rose a red flag, sirens in my ear saying, okay, you don't own this platform called Instagram. So you, if you're building a business and you're building um, a community of people, you need to do whatever you can to get them off of Instagram and on your own platform. So we went ahead and built the Sprinkle of Jesus app, which um, like literally it's church in your pocket. And wow. it's just a community of 8 million young believers on the app. And then we kind of just innovated into offering services for Christians to become entrepreneurs because people were wondering how I did it. So what is the secret sauce, though? I mean, a lot of people have the spirit. They relate to the church and to Christ, but they don't have 450,000 followers. We consult people from all across the country, and they ask that same question. They're like, what's the secret sauce to growing a following? What's the secret sauce to building a business? And I'm like, the secret sauce is really simple. Marketing and advertising. <laughs> In a very Christian way, by the way. Yeah, like, I, like, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, we think that we can build something just by putting it out there. And of course, I'm transparent. I'm honest, right? And, sure. and, and I'm here and I'm, I'm sharing and I'm 
you know, operating in my calling. But at the end of the day, there are very strategic ways that the world has put marketing and advertising together for your idea to prosper. So we've used TV. We've done our mobile applications. We've done social media advertisement. We've done it all. Strategic marketing. You know what I mean? So that is the secret sauce. So if you try to veer away from that and you think that you could just build a company or a brand off of just being like, oh, cool, look at me. Uh it's going to be a long struggle road for you. <laughs> <laughs> what could have Jesus done with Facebook, right? <laughs> Wiped it off the face of the earth. I don't know. <laughs> At least the old Facebook, right? <laughs> well, one thing I want to say is I've been following you on Instagram for a very long time. How long? A while, At least two years. Wow. That's how I found you. And I was like, who's this girl, right? Yeah. And, and I feel like you post something very inspirational and positive every single day. I always feel like it's very spirit-led. And it doesn't matter, like, what kind of day I'm having. I'm like, God, like, I feel like it's for me, you know? So I want to say kudos to you for being so authentic ab- yeah. about yourself, about your faith, about how God is using you to really minister to people. So not a lot of people do that in a very transparent way. And I just want to say I really admire that about you. Yeah, and it's just like I have no idea why people try to hide the growth, like hide the process. Mm. You know what I mean? We'd we'd bless and help so many people if we just stop pretending that we're the only ones going through what we're going through. And I don't know about y'all, but I, I totally 100% don't believe that he said I had to and, two, don't want to, like, do life alone, like, in my head. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so I do all that I can. Like, I tell people all the time, you guys think that's for y'all, but – dude, I'm preaching to myself every single day. You get what I'm saying? Like, forget y'all. Like, I need to motivate myself. And so um, when, you know, when you don't have people, you know, I've never gotten heavily reliant on other people motivating me because if, I don't know, but they usually don't come through all the time when you need it the most. So Mm. I had to be my own motivation at times. We're having a great time here with Dana Chanel on Passage to Profit. We'll be right back after this message. There's never been a better time to start your own business. The opportunities are infinite and only limited by your imagination and enthusiasm. At Gearheart Law, we believe the most successful companies all have one thing in common. They start with a solid foundation first. Gearheart Law has years of experience protecting entrepreneurs' ideas and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at www.gearheartlaw.com. Our professionals will create a custom strategy designed to fit your needs and your budget. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection, licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Visit gearheartlaw.com. Together, we can change the world. Visit G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Now back to Passage to Profit. Once again, Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. And our special guest tonight, Dana Chanel. And also our media maven, Kenya Gibson. And we're going to have a few more minutes talking to Dana. But then before we do that, we'd like to explain a little bit about our program. We're going to have three pitch presentations tonight. That is three entrepreneurs and their companies. And after the pitches... You, our listeners, can go to the Passage to Profit page at GerhartLaw.com and vote for your favorite pitch. That's Gerhart Law, G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And everyone can vote for a week, but everyone only gets to vote once. So make sure you blast this out to your networks and get your friends to vote. And you can remember the name of the show by imagining 
You're walking down a passage with a huge pot of gold at the end. Passage to profit. And may your passage be short and your profit be huge. I hope. <laughs> and, and if you want to be on the show. We're hoping for the huge profit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. If you want to be on the show, sign up for a Passage to Profit virtual meetup and schedule some time to talk with us and give us your phone pitch. So when you do that, you should be prepared to pitch your business And if you come on the show, you should also be prepared to discuss your intellectual property, whether you have it or not, why you do, why you don't. And it actually is one of the most important pieces of your company and something that you should consider early on. And if you need help with existing intellectual property or new intellectual property, you can call us at 908-273-0700. 908-273-0700. We at Gerhart Law would love to help you with your project. And since Gearhart Law is a law firm, everything you tell us is subject to attorney-client privilege. We will never discuss your invention with anyone without your permission. And we'll help you protect it when you need to discuss it with prototypers, investors, etc. Back to Dana. During the break, we were talking a little bit about sort of the nuts and bolts, getting to the nuts and bolts of what it takes to make a successful media business, a successful app Dana, you've gone faster and farther than so many people. So please tell us your secrets. Well, it's not really a secret. Um, what I do tell people is stop pretending you're going to like just get out of your mind that you're going to create this extraordinary business idea that is literally so different. Everything is just innovated from the from the taxi to Uber to um, the flip phone to or the beeper to the iPhone. You know what I mean? And so what I did that I thought that was so important. I actually watched what was going on around me. A lot of the time we, no, seriously, right? A lot of the time we're, we're actually consumers of these billion dollar businesses, not realizing that we are the reasons that they're billion dollar businesses mm. and not actually watching what's going around. Even with the app industry, we started seeing, okay, you can put in a claim with your insurance company on an app. You can order food on an app. You can actually like get a car on an app. You can communicate through an app. So my thing is, if I'm sitting here building a business, but not innovating with an app that everyone is using in the palm of people's hands and in people's pockets, then I'm doing something wrong. So when we started building Sprinkle of Jesus, and um, I thought this is extraordinary because I did my research on iHeartRadio and stuff like that, what we ended up doing is we built Sprinkle of Jesus up because we knew it was the fastest moving brand, and it was the first one. And then something that was so important was like, you know, we were thinking, me and my family, and we were like, okay, hold on. Of course, the goal of a company is to build and to sell. But before we sell, why not use it for as much as possible that we could possibly do? You know what I mean? And so while we have this train moving, let's get more people on board. And once again, people are like, hey, why do you share all this information? I'm like, because I don't care. That's what being a Christian entrepreneur is. I, my, my job is to distribute wealth, not hoard it. Mm-hmm. And so I have, if I have information for you, go ahead. Cool. I'm not afraid of competition because even if I did show you my hand, I'll still win. I just feel like right now we're just in such a beautiful position to be rebellions against these huge companies that are so slow Mm -hmm. to innovate. I'm like, stop waiting for you to know everything because most of the time, everything that you know is going to jade you from doing something exactly the way someone else did it Mm -hmm. when you could do it such a beautiful and creative way. And that's why I'm super excited to hear these pitches because it's like, dude, sometimes you have to think outside the box. And with Sprinkle of Jesus, with that was like that being our head company, 
we built it because we thought outside of the box and we grew faster in our first year than Facebook grew in their first year. Wow. Wow. That is amazing. Takes a woman. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we'll be right back to our pitches right after this message. What are entrepreneurs' most valuable assets? Their passion and ideas. We can't protect your passion, but we can protect your ideas. Trust Gearheart Law to protect your ideas with premier patent, trademark, and copyright services. There's never been a better time to start your own business, contact us at GearHeartLaw.com. At GearHeart Law, we have years of experience protecting entrepreneurs' ideas and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at GearHeart Law, www.GearHeartLaw.com. Don't let the wrong protection strategy ruin your business. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection and are licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Contact Gearheart Law on the web at G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. Together, we can change the world. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Passage to Profit continues with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. We'll be getting on to our pitch contestants in just a second, but first, a word from our media maven, Kenya Gibson. The cool thing that we have coming up on March 28th in a very secret disclosed location is Dana is actually going to be on a panel with myself, Damon John, and DJ Envy from Power 105.1. And it's open to all entrepreneurs who are looking to get a seat in front of a live studio audience and be part of the conversation about building your brand, your business, and your wealth. So if you are interested and you'd like to enter for your chance to win, you can go to power105fm.com forward slash good for you for your opportunity to be a part of a live studio audience. Did you hear that? You guys better get there. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is really the opportunity yeah. of a it lifetime. Is. It's you know? I wouldn't miss it. You know, It's something that iHeartMedia is doing for the very first time. So we're super excited about it. And we would love for you to be there and join us and ask questions and learn and grow. So. Yeah. How many people will be I'm there? I'm so excited. Well, seating is only going to be limited to about 100 Oh, my gosh, guys, you better hurry up and get them tickets. That's right. (laughs) You snooze, you lose, right? (laughs) Yeah, especially in New York. Could I just really quick tell you guys a story about this and why it was like so full circle? One day I remember when me and my husband actually started dating. I got him to play hooky from the bank and I was like, hey, call off work and let's go to like this motivational conference. And he was like, okay, whatever. And I bought the tickets trying to be all cute, right? And um, I was like, all right, let's go. Well, one of the speakers was Damon John. Mm. And I had actually bought the tickets for us to um, like go like the meet and greet afterwards. And then when um, I got the call to be a part of this panel, I was like, oh, my gosh, what's so interesting is when you work hard mm. and you are consistent and you do all that you can to focus on your company and what you're doing and not looking at what everybody else is doing. When I was backstage and I went to go meet Damon and I asked for a picture, I was a fan. Mm. But the 28th, I will be a peer. Wow. wow. And so um, I just, it was just such amazing revelation. I was like, oh my gosh, thank you, God. I'm like, you know, it's those little signs where you know you're moving in the right direction. For sure. You know what I mean? And so I was like, oh my gosh, thank you, Kenya. I love you. You're an angel oh. sent from heaven. Because <laughs> you just had hit me up. So I was like, ah! Well, I, I, feel, I feel the same way. Like, I was like really praying about who would be best and, and, I feel like God sent you too, so it worked out. Oh yeah, God oh. was like Dana Chanel. 
<laughs> and Gina. don't forget, Richard and Elizabeth will be there too. So you can you can meet us too as well. Elizabeth. So if you need any trademarking or patent advice, you can hit them up. Absolutely. If you want to make an appearance on Passage to Profit, grab us. So thanks, Kenyo. Again, how can people sign up for this? Yeah, what's that website again? They go to power105fm.com forward slash good for you. Okay, cool. Awesome. So now on to the pitch part of our show. Oh, I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> and here are the rules. Each contestant will have a total of eight minutes to make their pitch. The first two minutes, they'll fly solo. And so for that time, they describe their project in the best possible light. The remaining time is for the Inquisition, where they'll be challenged by Richard Elizabeth, Dana, and Kenya, too, to describe their project in greater detail and convince the audience that their project is the best. Ooh. <laughs> At the end of the program, our listeners will be directed to the Passage to Profit page on the Gearheart Law website where our listeners can vote for the pitch they like best. Our first pitch is by Eric Goldner. We had his brother Mark and Rachel Corson on a while ago, but Eric has his own company and he's going to do better than his brother, right? Well, so, <laughs> it's yeah. always the goal. Yeah, two minutes, go. <laughs> well, first, thank you, um, Elizabeth, Richard, Dana. Uh, thank you all for having me as well as the entire iHeartRadio team. It's truly an honor. Um, my company, it's called Sky Valley Luggage. When we started this, we wanted to create something that was different, an industry disruptor, something that would really grab travelers' minds. And we really did that. We've been developing this product for over two years, and we feel that we have accomplished that due to the three key unique features that we have. The first are called the shark wheels. So everyone's used to seeing their suitcase with regular circular wheels, and they always feel maybe, well, they work well. But what we did, we partnered with a company called Shark Wheel. And rather than a regular circular wheel, they are more in a square shape. They roll over rough surfaces much easier. They go over pebbles, rocks, everything with ease. They last longer. They're quieter. And they look incredibly cool when you see them. You know, as you as you roll it, you're like, what is that? We also have another uh, patent pending feature, which is our magnetic front pocket. So rather than unzipping your entire suitcase where you have your clothes and everything every time you have to get out your laptop at the tsa line our magnetic front pocket you simply push one button it pops right open and you could easily grab your laptop and all of your other essentials we also have another patent pending feature which is our wireless phone charger which is truly a first to the luggage industry so you know (laughs) getting with the trends um We developed it for luggage. So on the back of the suitcase, there's a charging dock. You push two little buttons, it comes right down. And when it comes down, you put your phone on it, and your phone starts to instantly charge with our removable battery pack. Mm -hmm. Now, if you don't have a wireless charger, we we also thought of you because some may not. (laughs) Um, We also have two USB ports. Um, We launched our company, really, on Kickstarter in January of 2019, and we were truly truly blown away by the results and the reception that we received. We raised over $700,000 on Kickstarter in 30 days, and we continued where we are currently on Indiegogo, where we raised an additional $100,000, and we just raised over $800,000 total. Truly, it is an honor to be a part of that team. Our backers in the Kickstarter community have been incredible, and we're really excited to see where the future is going to take us. That is so awesome. Wow. Yeah, so what is the name of your Indiegogo campaign? So uh, simply go on Indiegogo.com, and you could search Sky Valley Luggage, and we'll come right up. 
And so I could pre-order one? Yep. So right now we have pre-orders, and it is at our early bird price of $299. Um, but once the Indiegogo is over, uh, the price will be increasing. You know, we want to give those early adopters really the opportunity to get in f- on the first floor. And this is a hard shell case, right? Yep, it's a hard shell case made of polycarbonate. Um, it is the most durable luggage um, material out there. So whenever you're traveling, it won't get squished. You can't bend it. Really very durable. I'm waiting for the version where you push a button and a drone pops out, right? <laughs> and it, it flies around, you know, some James Bondy type thing. So uh, how did you select all of these features. Uh, They're kind of unusual features to think about for a luggage. Yeah, where the idea came from, it's really uh, straight from my childhood. When I grew up, I grew up in a family where we were all very close. And we always took those summer vacations or holiday vacations. And those ideas and those memories stayed with me until I grew up. I'm 22 years old. And now that I'm ready to begin my professional career, I wanted to continue with those memories. And what we did, we looked at the luggage industry and we said, how could we improve? The industry is already very large and it's already made. So we just want to get in on it and really make an impact where we could help travelers with some of the features and benefits that we have. I'm just still stuck on how you got $700,000 worth of contribution to this company. <laughs> <Woo>! wow. <laughs> so um, It was a long journey. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So my thing is, so it is for sale at the moment or Correct. just pre-order? Uh, pre-orders currently. Okay, so my question is, what was your kind of like marketing strategy to actually get this out? Because, yep. I mean, to me, I'm going to be honest, on the outside, all luggage looks the same. Yeah. <laughs> so my thing is with all these amazing features, but it yet having to be explained, what kind of was your Definitely. go-to to like for marketing? So, you know, even our main feature are the shark wheels. And just hearing about it is sometimes difficult. So you really have to see it. So our first thing was creating an incredible video where all of our features could be content. shown. Okay. Exactly. Content was the most important. And... What's kind of frustrating to a young entrepreneur like myself, and probably you could relate to this, if you put something up on a crowdfunding site or just on your regular direct-to-consumer website, you can't always get that good traffic for free, as you mentioned earlier. So you really have to partner with incredible partners, marketing partners, and we were fortunate enough to be able to partner with the right ones where it helped us really get to the next level. You were telling us before the show, too, that this partnering doesn't always come cheap. By the time you pay off Kickstarter and Indiegogo, other other people, they take a big bite out of your margins, right? Yeah. So, you know, really, once you put a product on Kickstarter and hopefully you are as successful as everyone dreams to be, the real goal is to be able to create a brand. Now you could talk about it and say, well, we already established a brand on Kickstarter and on Indiegogo. And we are proud to have that as our launch platform. But that's really just the beginning. There's so much more that has to be done. That's just our launch pad. Yeah, I I literally was just thinking and my brain was going and I was like, okay, well, how is it that he was on this platform of like Kickstarter and I don't even know the other sites, but whatever, right? And I'm just like, well, how did he get the people who were so eager to contribute to actually become customers? And so I was automatically in my brain thinking, okay, well, how is it that you were able to convert them into to customers. So you said you're able to launch your product on there. Can they actually purchase or was there kind of like a resistance of like, oh crap, how are we going to talk to everybody at one time? Well, of course, you know, so that's really where the content comes in. We have to create an amazing campaign page where we were able to talk about everything. We talked about the founders, including myself, to really give people that confidence that if they back us and pledge us, they will receive the product because there are some Kickstarters 
where they raise an incredible amount of money, but unfortunately it doesn't always come to fruition. Yeah. So we had to really build that confidence in backers, and I think that we really accomplished that. And, you know, being here today also helps build that confidence. If there's anything that I, well, I don't know what your sales are looking like, you know what I mean? Were they what you, you expected, or are they kind of little, you're like we on the low We were blown end? away. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Can we just give him a round of applause? Congratulations. <laughs> because like he said, it doesn't always come to fruition like that, especially when you don't know what you're doing. Is this your first business? Uh, yes. Straight okay. out of college, um, I attended Indiana University. Uh, real first big career jump after school. Wow. Wow. Congratulations. The <laughs> only thing that I would encourage, um, there you have to create a sense of community. And, and it's of one, one of the pe- things that I tell everybody. Create a sense of community and don't be afraid to partner with people. No, I was just like thinking. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Why is it that I haven't heard about it or seen it, but yet I've traveled? Mm-hmm. And so my thing is when I when, when I want to come out with a product, I want to punch everybody in the face with my product or service when I'm actually indulging in that kind of industry. And to me, it's like when I was like, you know, the other day, like, you know, going on Expedia, booking my flight and stuff like that. Or when it comes to maybe even like partnering with these multi-level marketing companies that do travel and actually having the partnerships where they could actually sell the luggage with this and get commissioned. It's an add-on. It's an add-on. I think it would be so extraordinary. You know what I mean? Because I would love to know about the product, but you know what sucks is sometimes people aren't going to understand how extraordinary it is, Mm -hmm. all the features and stuff, until after they're already convinced they were going to buy it to begin with. But we need the features to already be the driving force of why they want to buy it, but you need to build a sense of community for people to understand stand and know that exactly so i think that's awesome dude oh I that, think it's so cool. that is great advice and i gotta say the suitcase is amazing i actually personally love the magnetic pocket that opens up in the front because you don't have to fuss with the zipper but it's on indiegogo the name of the luggage is sky valet right and you could visit us at skyvalletluggage.com as well okay perfect you're listening to passage to profit with richard and elizabeth gearhart our special guest dana chanel on wor 710 hi i'm lisa Askley, the inventress founder ceo and president of inventing a to z i've been inventing products for over 38 years hundreds of products later and dozens of patents i help people develop products and put them on the market from concept to fruition i bring them to some of the top shopping networks in the world QVC, HSN, Evine Live, and retail stores. Have you ever said to yourself, someone should invent that thing? Well, I say, why not make it you? If you want to know how to develop a product from concept to fruition the right way, contact me, Lisa Askeles, the inventress. Go to inventingatoz.com, inventingatoz.com. Email me, lisa at inventingatoz.com. Treat yourself to a day chock full of networking, education, music, shopping, and fun. Go to my website, inventingatoz.com. Now back to Passage to Profit. Once again, Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. And our special guest tonight, Dana Chanel. For our second pitch, we have with us Chris Kane, and he's going to be talking about Munch Money. Chris, you have two minutes. Go. Munch money is the easiest and most cost-effective way for employers to reward their teams through food perks. So we do this for a dollar per employee per month, where employees receive access to large deals and discounts to over 45,000 restaurants across the country. Through our app, right, uh, employees are able to save over $100 a month on their eating spend. What we do really is help companies and their employees give them something that is tangible 
something that they can use on a daily basis and use it both in and out of the office, right? So the other thing about our discounts is they're actually exclusive by contract with the restaurants. Um, so these deals are the best deals you're going to find. Uh, you can't go on Google and find anything in the vicinity of what we're offering on our platform. So like I said, we have 45,000 restaurants across the country. We just uh, surged over 10,000 active users, um, and we just launched uh, this past February. That's great. Thanks for sharing that with us. So can you go into a little bit more detail about how it works? So if I'm an employer, mm -hmm. I want to get this going for my team, what do I do? Yeah, this is a B2B, right? Exactly. So basically you're attacking the business owner. Yeah, so it is a uh, B2B uh, software as a service platform. So we engage with each employer, right? And then from that point, we say, you know, listen, if you want to give your employees a perk that really matters to them, unlike mm. health insurance, well, it matters, right? <laughs> but you, you almost expect that, yeah. right? You expect mm. to have that. Free lunch or get my leg cut off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, I'd rather you pay for that, <laughs> for but, the lunch, yeah. But you, you expect that right. at this point. And this is something employees can feel. You don't use your health insurance on a daily basis. You know, this is something you really do feel. So the... Sign up for employers is extremely simple. It takes 20 minutes. We onboard companies mm. of 1,000 plus every single day. And once the employer signs up, each employee gets a employee access code um, that's sent to their individual email. They use that to register for the app one time, and then they're good to go. So on the app, they have all their deals and discounts from closest to them to furthest away. They select a restaurant and say, this is where I want to eat. I like this deal. They go in and just show their phone at the time of purchase and redeem it, walk out with anything wow. like free food, you know, buy one, get one, freeze, uh, 10 to 50% off total purchase, uh, so on and so forth. Got Dude, it. Dude, you are talking my language right now. <laughs> Immediately. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I was thinking of, like, a marketing strategy for you, right? And what's a little bit interesting is you're attacking, like, from a B2B perspective, mm -hmm. But maybe you need to do a separate marketing campaign attacking the employees. Mm -hmm. Because if there's one thing that I realize is that they can get more done for you than a conversation with an employer who thinks the idea is stupid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, no, for real, because what I, I remember um, with the Sprinkle Jesus app, right? For some reason, maybe it was a little ego, right? I wasn't getting booked at churches. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, what's going on? I don't understand. I'm probably one of the most influential Christian people in the industry right now. Why aren't churches actually booking me to get paid? So then we started brainstorming. I was like, you know what? These pastors are acting like they don't know who I am, or maybe they're afraid of the, the resistance, the difference, the, that crazy mm -hmm. young kid, right? And so what we did was I put out a tweet on my social media, and I said, I'm looking to feature the top 10 pastors in the country on the Sprinkle of Jesus app. Mm -hmm. Guess who was tagging the pastors? The people. Yeah. I mean, I mean, over three, four thousand people were tagging their pastors, which mm -hmm. then got the pastor's attention. Think B two B. It yeah. got the business owner's attention. It's like, oh my gosh, I should add this to my mm -hmm. company. You get what I'm saying? So oh, yeah. sometimes make the people be your driving force in marketing and make them tell the employer. So maybe have like something there on the app where they can literally search, quote unquote, search for their business mm -hmm. and it's not there. And you say, hey, request this or tell your employer you want this. And then now you have a, a bunch of data to go back to the employer and say, hey, I have over 40, 80 employees saying they want this. And then mm -hmm. it becomes a no brainer. You don't have to sell them because their employees already want it. Yeah. Like almost like a grassroots movement. Yeah. So one way that we kind of do that, and that's a fantastic idea to really go out with that full force, right? So our like, kind of sales strategy right now is a top-down and bottom-up simultaneously. So top-down is we use a lot of LinkedIn funnels to go after 
uh, the HR, you know, the CHROs or if it's a small, uh, smaller organization, just the C-level directly. And then at the same time for select organizations, so say like, you know, VaynerMedia here, we did this um, for them was we ran very specific Facebook camp, uh, ads campaigns and Instagram campaigns um, to their employees. Basically <laughs> saying like, Give me five. <laughs> you know, Great job. Basically making a video uh, saying like, hey, do you work at VaynerMedia? So when you're scrolling through <laughs> you your feed, you're good. That's just like, intelligent. Yeah. So as an employer, can I set a budget for this? It's a dollar per employee per month, right? So the way we work it is the first three months are for all eligible employees. Right. And then that's for one quarter. And then the subsequent quarters, it's audited. So it's for your only active employees. So, so you're, you're not paying for as the employer. I'm just paying a dollar per employee per month. Yeah, and then they get the coupon and they get to go use it and they save money on the food. Exactly. Wait, and so, dude, how do you make money? This is actually the first phase in a multi-phase kind of master plan. Oh right? man, come on, bro. Go ahead, break it down. Uh, so, how are you supposed to make money? So we make you know a, a sizable chunk of change on the dollar per employee per month. Okay. Right. So you hit eighty-four thousand users, you're at you know a million dollars you know a year. And that's really not that many users, 84,000. So coming in Q3 of this year, we're actually releasing a co-branded card as a payment vehicle. With that, employees... Mm, yeah, okay. Yeah, employers <laughs> can actually load money on behalf of their employees on a reward or incentive basis. That's good. Um, yeah, so we have a lot of interest from that, you know, especially with companies out west like the Golden State Warriors. Literally, like it was just a coincidence, honestly. We were talking to uh, the people that run their benefits, and they were like, hey, do you guys do this, by the way? And we're like, we're in the middle of building it right now. Wow. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, so when I talked to you on the phone, mm-hmm. I had said, we are a small firm, yeah. but Celgene is right across the street, mm-hmm. and they would be a good target. So there's this one little pizza place, yep. and everybody goes to this little pizza place. It's not a chain. It's just one little place. Mm-hmm. But I know that our employees, especially two of them, who go out to lunch every day, <laughs> would love this. You know? um, would absolutely love this. And you said you can you would approach even small businesses, right? Absolutely, yeah. So for the restaurants, having our base of 45000 right now, what we do from here is we ask our clients and their employees that exact question, where do you like to eat? And from there, if you say, we like to eat at this pizza place across the street, we're literally going to go out and do our very best to bring them on. And it's free for the restaurants to use. So it's a no-brainer. And um, I could only imagine later down the line when the platform begins to grow, businesses are going to be begging you to be on there. Oh, yeah. And and I even do this with Curl Bible. We have a, um, a beauty supply store. Mm-hmm. Just like Walmart and just like Target, they have to pay a slotting fee. Every single brand has to pay a slotting fee to get on. So I'm pretty sure that'd be another stream of revenue actually charging the businesses to be on. Because honestly, even if they're, the points aren't being loaded or they don't use them there, mm-hmm. you're still advertising to a bunch of people. Oh, yeah. And that's valuable. So Absolutely. So around that, like how we're monetizing the second side. So you know, we have our you know, demand, which is the user and supply, which is the restaurants, mm-hmm. um, is actually a big data play. So non-personal data in nature, it's just your unique behavior on our platform that actually we can create a separate platform for these restaurants to go on and say, listen, I want, you know, this demo and this geography to get this behavior. Mm-hmm. And we can say, these are the deals, coupons that you need to offer X, Y, and Z at these times in this way. And this is going to get you that behavior. I'm so excited yeah. for you. Oh my gosh. I want to see you win, bro. Oh, <laughs> that I is an, a totally awesome business. And, and thanks for being on the show. How... Again, can we get in touch with you? So um, you can reach out to me. Download the app. Yeah, or yeah, of course, download the app. Um, you know, tell your employers if you want it. You know, set up a what is it nice called pilot. Again? Munch money. A funny uh, story, you know, uh, about um, 
you know, kind of intellectual property with Munch Money, right? So when I created the name, um, you know, in a silo, basically, no outside, you know, influence. And going through the process, I found out that the University of Albany calls their dining dollars, their you know, university oh food spend, Munch goodness. Money. Um, and I was <laughs> like, oh, wait, that's super weird. But we actually own the trademark. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. So you like don't, so it's not a problem. No, not a okay. problem at all. It was just that's like awesome. happenstance, but it's funny. Well, good for you for yeah. getting that trademark. Yeah, Absolutely. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. when you're nationwide, when you're global, people are going to want that name, but exactly. they can't have yeah. it. Yep. <laughs> so, um, yeah, www.munchmoneyapp.com uh, is our website, or uh, email me at chris at munchmoneyapp.com, um, and I'll get back to you real quick. That's so great. proud of you, dude. Oh, <laughs> thank you. So. so we'll be back right after this message with our third and final pitch. You're listening to Passage to Profit with Dana Chanel, Richard Gerhart, and Elizabeth Gerhart. There's never been a better time to start your own business. The opportunities are infinite and only limited by your imagination and enthusiasm. At Gerhart Law, we believe the most successful companies all have one thing in common. They start with a solid foundation first. Gerhart Law has years of experience protecting entrepreneurs' ideas ideas and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at www.gearheartlaw.com. Our professionals will create a custom strategy designed to fit your needs and your budget. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection, licensed, and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project with Without calling us first, visit GearHeartLaw.com. Together, we can change the world. Visit G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Passage to Profit continues with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. And our special guest, Dana Chanel. We are to our third and final pitch, but before I introduce our pitcher, I want to give a shout out to Lisa Askelis. That's how we met, was through Lisa. Lisa... Just on the 19th, we're taping this on the 20th, and it'll air on the 24th. Lisa just had an article in Forbes magazine. How inventor Lisa Askleys made $6,000 in less than six minutes on QVC. Wow. So That's <laughs> a pretty good return. <laughs> I know. So anyway, our next pitcher is Stephanie Lashley. Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you so Hi, much Stephanie. for this opportunity. Hi, Dana. Um, I'm very excited to be here today. Uh, we're not pitching a product. The name of my organization is called Moan, M-O-N-E, and it's an organization that was birthed out of a tragedy in my family. Um, Moan stands for Mothers of Angels Nearby, and again, it was birthed out of the loss of our son two and a half years ago in September of 2017. And it's for mothers who have lost living children. That's how it started out. But we were expanding now because um, we have a lot of husbands and fathers that are dealing with the same kind of grief mm, okay. that is experienced when you lose a child and siblings as well. So because there's a different dynamic in each person. So what Moans does is we started out with a Mothers of Angels Day luncheon because that was my first my son died in September, so we barely made it through Thanksgiving and Christmas, and then Mother's Day came. And then, and I, even though I have other children, that loss was so tremendous that I really wanted to sleep through Mother's Day. But um, I am called of God, and I am a Christian uh, business owner. We own other businesses, but God birthed this luncheon out of me for mothers who have lost living children, because what do we do on that day? 
So we're an organization and we're looking to expand to do chapters in other states. I have mothers from all over the country reaching out to me or someone is connecting me with them and saying, Stephanie, you have to help them. And Stephanie's trying to help her get through the. Stephanie will help her. (laughs) Yay. So so Stephanie, what age range of parents do you have? Because I got to tell you, my brother died in his 50s and my mother Never got over it. It was as if he was two and he died, you know? Absolutely. My mother, I actually lost a sister, and um, my mother never got over it until she, she'll, till she, you know, when she passed away at 90, and she never got over it. My sister died, and she was 55. What's getting over it, though? You're I, not, I don't have kids, but, like, what does that mean? Th- you're you're yeah. never going to get over it. You're See, never, that's the point. You're never yeah. going to get over losing a child. You can't even build a scab over the wound. No, you it's cannot. It's an open wound, right? Wow. And it always will be. No matter what you do, even even through prayer and knowing God, it doesn't matter because you're still in your flesh and you're still Absolutely. a mother. And that connection is just, it, it can't be severed. They say when you have a baby and they cut the umbilical cord that you're separating the child from the mother, but you can never make that separation. Once you birth the child, you're always connected to that child. So it's not you'll never get over losing a, losing a child. Immediately, I was like, girl, you need an app. Because, like, what I'm realizing is, especially just because, you know, we're in the Christian industry, a lot of the time we are we want to be so open and we want to have somebody to talk about. But to sometimes do that out loud is such a uh, is such a bold step that has to be made. And sometimes it's easier for us to do it in private. And sometimes we hide behind our phones. And I'm just thinking, like, oh, my gosh, if you're sitting here birthing chapters and stuff like that and, and making it way bigger, I would love to sit there and go to a place where I could find the chapter around me and just have that instant communication because, oh, I love it. I'm a, I, I, we all need something like that. And I love the innovation with you start out with moms and then realizing, okay, hold on. They're not the only ones that's in pain. Right. <laughs> you get what I'm right. saying? But yeah, I right. thought that's awesome. So girl, let me just let me just explain to you. If you need an app, just come to me. I'm we coming. got you. I got I'm you. Coming to you. <laughs> I'm coming to you. So Stephanie, what what happens at the meetings? So okay, yeah. so we do offer monthly meetings. Um, it's a group. It's a grief group. I am not a licensed counselor. I am a licensed pa- uh, minister, elder. Um, I'm starting a church, so I will be a p- ordained pastor pretty soon. So. Um, so I'm not, I need to say I'm not a licensed counselor, but I am a minister and I do have counseling experience in the Christian domain. Um, so we have grief groups and we did try a counselor, but the counselor has not lost a child. Yeah. (laughs) Is that a word? She made a real (laughs) counselee. Absolutely. And she wanted us to do exercises that really didn't help. And, and it's not anything negative towards her. It's just that experience changes everything. Everything, everything. It's like so. What what does help? So talking, let, allowing these mothers to come in and just vent. They can cry. They can scream. They can talk. Um, we actually hold it in my husband's boxing gym. If they need to hit Whoa. the bags, they can do that. <laughs> wow. You know, um, we cry. We laugh. We talk about our kids because you can. It's if I'm starting to talk about my child and my child died, people get very uncomfortable. But if I'm talking to another mother who has lost a child, then they're not uncomfortable and they understand and they can relate regardless of the fact that uh, we may have had different ways that they have passed away. But you understand the, the, the feeling, the hurt, the emptiness what For you're sure. going through, what what yeah. goes on in your mind, the embarrassment, the guilt, 
You know, when you lose another family member, you're not usually guilty. But when you lose, you don't feel that guilt. But when you lose a child, the first thing that goes through your mind was, well, if I was there. What did right. I do wrong? What did and, I do and, wrong? And they'll say on the news, where was the mother? Exactly. That's the yeah. first. Where, where are the parents? Why is why are the parents not there? You know, And that's regardless of how old the child is. Wow. And you can... Yeah. My children were raised in the church. I raised them up according to the word of God and according to what the Lord says about train up a child in the way they should go. And my children know God. But my child also had issues. One of our friends recently lost uh, a child and uh, he was he was 23 years old. And I really don't know what to say to them. You don't know how to be there, right? And and all I can do is try to try to feel their suffering. Uh, But how how do we interact with people? who've lost a child so that they know we care, but at the same time, they, you know, I, I can't really be where, you know, he's been. Yeah, right? without so, it being like an awkward moment or you feel like you don't want to say the wrong thing, like how do we do that? That's a great question, please. <laughs> so the best advice for that is as a mother who has lost a child and people, and I hope this is okay to say, but people say really stupid things when you lose children. And when you lose anybody, people say, oh, I understand how you feel. No, you will never understand how I feel unless you've lost a child. Yeah. Okay, so the best thing for you to do is be there. Listen. You don't have to talk. And most of the time, we don't want you to. And I'm just being real about it. We don't, because we, in our minds, we're scared that you're going to say something, and then we're going to just lose it and be like, no, you don't know, or no, you don't understand. You know, because what we're dealing with it's, it's not, it's complicated grief. It's not normal grief. And it can, like you said, it can go on for years. And you asked about a mother who's, you know, lost someone and they're 55 and they've lost a child and it's been a lot of years. You never get past it. You, I had a stillbirth. I've still, I mean, I still grieve that baby. That was grief. But losing my living son who I said goodbye to that day, bye babe, love you. I'll talk to you later. And I never got to talk to him later, you know, and that just replays over and over. So the best thing to do when you know somebody who has lost a child, just be there for them. Shut up and listen. Moral of the story, just just be there and listen. listen. (laughs) Just listen. (laughs) And I think it's wonderful that you're channeling your pain into helping other people and really identifying what can help people and spreading it everywhere because this is a problem everywhere. It's an incidence that occurs to so many people. It crosses all, everything. All, everything. All income levels, all races, all whatever. Right. And, and it does. And it just, it doesn't matter who you are, where you are, how much money you have, what color you are. It doesn't matter any of that stuff. It's still your child. Yeah. So Mona's doing some impressive work. And it's very important that you're doing this. And we thank you for that. How are you planning to expand the organization and reach more people now? That's a good question. You know, yes. <laughs> I, I'm planning to use Dana. I believe this was a divine connection. Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I, I believe that I believe in divine connections and I believe that this was a divine connection. You know, I was very nervous because I'm not pitching a product. I really don't want to say I'm pitching at all. But, you know, I'm just trying to get the word out there that there's somebody. Hey, I'm here. Yeah. There's somebody that's been through it and I'm here for you. You know, even if you just want to talk to me, I'm here for you. And and I always say this in my meetings or when I meet new moms, you know, you can call me anytime. And my husband will testify that or attest to the fact that I will get up in the middle of the night and talk to a mother. 
Yeah. Because in the middle of the night is the hardest time. Going to bed, going to sleep, and waking up are the hardest times. Yeah, we're going to have to wind this up. But I do want to say, on this show, yes, we do a lot of physical products and apps and things, but we really want to have a show that helps make people's lives better in whatever way we can. And I love having people like you on. Thank you so, so much. Thank you, Stephanie. I hope everybody can get in touch with you at stephanielashleyministries.com. Yes, stephanielashleyministries.com. And just really quick, I just want to say businesses and, and purpose are built out of your experiences, yes. whether good or bad. And you could honestly continue to use what is it that you've been through to actually do something about it. And so I commend you. You get what I'm saying? And I just say that anybody listening, stop thinking you you have to create something so much outside of yourself. Look at what you're good at. Look at what you've been through and how you can help and what you could be a resource and have experience and actually, like, you know, actually have something to talk about and use that as your business. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm excited for you. Continue to build your community because it's out there. There are women out there who are who need what you have. There are men out there who need what you have. And there are uh, brothers and sisters and families who have what you need. And there's a, a business can be built out of anything, good or bad, in order to continue to distribute what is that you the calling on your life. Thank so you congratulations. So Thank you so much. You're listening to Passage to Profit on WOR 710 with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart and our special guest, Dana Chanel. What are entrepreneurs' most valuable assets? Their passion and ideas. We can't protect your passion, but we can protect your ideas. Trust Gearhart Law to protect your ideas with premier patent, trademark, and copyright services. There's never been a better time to start your own business. Contact us at GearhartLaw.com. At Gearhart Law, we have years of experience protecting entrepreneurs' ideas and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at Gearheart Law, www.gearheartlaw.com. Don't let the wrong protection strategy ruin your business. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection and are licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Contact Gearheart Law on the web at G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. Together, we can change the world. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Now more with Richard and Elizabeth. Passage to Profit. So remember everyone to go to the Passage to Profit webpage at GearheartLaw.com, G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W, and vote for your favorite project. So to summarize, we had Eric Goldner with Sky Valley Luggage, skyvalleyluggage.com, and he has an Indiegogo campaign going right now. Chris Kane pitched Munch Money, munchmoneyapp.com, and if you are an employee, go tell your employer you want this. And finally, <laughs> Stephanie Lashley pitched Moan, M-O-A-N, at stephanielashleyministries.com. That's S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E. L-A-S-H-L-E-Y ministries.com. Google Passage to Profit and make your choice. Remember, you can only vote once and you have until next Sunday at 8 p.m. to vote. This evening's pitch contestants will receive a Passage to Profit t-shirt and the best overall vote getter for the week will receive an Amazon gift card valued at $25. Thank you to everyone who participated today. This was really an awesome show. 
I had so much fun. Thank you guys so much. You guys are so cool. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Nobody calls us cool. We're the aging radio couple. That's oh what they call gosh. us. You are not. <laughs> no, literally, it was going in my brain. You guys had the same last name. I'm like, wait, hold on. Are they together? Yeah. Okay, cool. No, family business. That's what I'm talking about. Um, I mean, I just look at the people today um, that are famous, right? And the thing that I keep thinking about is how, you know, you see these young kids who are given contracts like artists and and football players and sports players and stuff like that. And I'm just like, dude, if they find you profitable enough to put you in a contract to say they're going to get a piece of you to profit off of you. Imagine what you could do yourself, especially as an African-American dude. You can build a profitable business from a cleaning company. It may not be cool, but I'm talking about legacy building. Mm. We were just in the car getting out of a Maserati and the little kid walked by and they're like, oh my gosh, you must be a rapper. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like, no, dude, I a- actually own a tax preparation company that, that makes probably $7 million a year. You get what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. dang, Like, let's change the narrative. You do not have to be cool to be profitable. You do not have to be popular to be profitable and so guys if you're out there and have a great idea and you've been through something or you're passionate about something make some money off of it and actually build family businesses to continue to um, keep wealth into the family that's all i gotta say amen sister and if y'all need me y'all got me i hear this is what i do for a living so kenya how are you gonna follow that (laughs) it's a lot to live up to but just to her point you know especially you know the african-american community we just we need to do better and i feel like there's resources out there and when you know better you do better so it's all about learning and being open and just tapping into information right and speaking of information I will plug again on March 28th (laughs) we're going to be doing a panel with Damon John um, from Shark Tank Dana is going to be on the panel with us and DJ Envy from Power 105.1 and it's really just about that coming out getting the information the resources that you need so that you can build sustainable wealth in your family in your life being an entrepreneur is the coolest thing that I've ever done I've never felt so much in control of my life and just being able to be creative and stuff like that and so I definitely have used your services before and will continue to have to because with a business you have to do trademarking you have to do that you have to protect you know what I mean and so I'm grateful for y'all you know being the heads of a show like this to really inform people and actually be a resource so thank you I'm gonna well, give y'all a call you. so we'd like to thank our media maven Kenya Gibson our producer Noah Fleischman Rob the engineer and the whole iHeart team don't forget to join us next week for another excellent speaker I don't know how we're gonna top this but we'll try and another round of great pitches And listeners, you can start thinking about what your pitch will be. And don't forget to like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is Richard and Elizabeth Gerhardt on iHeartRadio, WOR710, the voice of New York. We love you, (laughs) iHeart.